Hey, and welcome to the Kid Therapist Podcast. This is Allie. And this is Lauren. We are two licensed mental health therapists practicing in Maryland who love helping kids and families to manage and overcome their mental health struggles. Our goal of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and provide some insight into what could be going on with your kids. Here we go. It's Lauren here today, and I am coming to share with you about playing with your kids. And we are in day four of coronavirus, social distancing, quarantine, and I am hopeful that this is a chance to get some encouragement as the unknown weeks of being home with little people feels kind of daunting and uncertain in so many ways. And um, just encourage you in some ways to join in and play with your kiddos. I know playing as adults does not always come easily. Sometimes we don't want to be Barbie for the hundredth time, or we're bored, or um, we just don't want to. But I'm hoping that I can encourage you with some little, small, doable ways to think about play with your kiddos. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Lauren here today, and I'm coming at you from my home as we are all facing this global epidemic of coronavirus. It is so hard to put into words what this week has been like, and I think that words really just don't even do justice to what we are all experiencing. Um, I have been practicing via telehealth this past week. Um, I moved over my um, counseling clients and to from in-person sessions to telehealth and I have to be honest never did I ever imagine that I would be conducting play therapy sessions um, via a video platform, but I have been so happily surprised by um, the power of still being able to have that connection, especially amidst so much uncertainty and so much unknown and so much canceling of all the things um, to still maintain that support with people. And um, I'm grateful that I have still been able to connect with my clients, even in this new, unexpected way. One theme that has been coming up a lot is holding and embracing the both and. This global pandemic is tragic and unprecedented and terrifying, and alarming, and devastating. And you can also hold the space 
of feeling grateful for a slower schedule. We've had some beautiful sunny days filled with more opportunities and time in nature. Maybe you have been embracing a hobby or an activity that's just been put on the side for lack of time. So you can be in both the hard space and also hold on to the good. In fact, I highly encourage you and urge you to holding both experiences and feeling the feelings of both at the same time. One doesn't cancel out the other. Today, I just want to validate the very hard, but dedicate this time to the other positive side of having this opportunity to connect and attune more with your people, more with your kids. Prior to all this happening, Allie and I had identified the topic of playing with and connecting with your kids, and it all feels really timely right now to be having the opportunity to share about this topic with you. Before we jump into this topic of playing with your kids, I just want to say that this is we're not talking about this topic to put pressure on you as a parent. I don't know about you, but when the news of school letting out first broke and we were looking at day one of being home, I started to find myself jumping on the bandwagon of feeling the pressure and the opportunity to homeschool my kid. I spent many hours researching websites, worksheets, all the things. There are some amazing, incredible things. And I am so grateful for some of the really cool, creative ways I um, have found that Organizations, companies, um, places are opening the doors virtually to children where you can take tours of museums or go on field trips to the Cincinnati Zoo. I learned so much about hippos the other day and it was so fun. Or do a drawing lesson with Mo Williams, the famous children's author. Um, I just think it's such a beautiful, cool thing of how many opportunities and creatively we've thought outside of the box to offer experiences for kiddos during this time of social distancing and quarantining. However, um, my schedule, we created a schedule for our family during this time and... (laughs) It pretty much got blown up after day one. Um, I realized, you know what? I do not have to recreate school at home right now. And that's actually not my priority. You have permission just to survive this time with your kids and focus on giving them felt senses of safety and connection during this time. When your kids look back on this time, 
they aren't going to remember all the worksheets that you spent hours picking out for them. They're really going to remember how they felt and how it felt in their family. And so likewise, I don't want you to hear this episode and feel pressure to now all of a sudden have to play perfectly with your children during this time. That is not my heart or intent for this episode. Um, My heart and intent is to just share some nuggets of encouragement um, from my play therapy training of ways to... um, to play with your kids. Um, and I know play, that's not always easy. Likely many of you are facing being at home with dysregulated kiddos for the next unknown amount of weeks while feeling no doubtedly very dysregulated yourself. And I know it's not easy to play with your kids under normal circumstances when your nervous system is not a hot mess. Real life is that it's not easy for parents to play with their kids. A lot of times we just sit on the sidelines and watch. We're not really joining in. We're tired of being Barbie for the hundredth time. Sometimes we're multitasking. Sometimes we're bored and just wishing that I could go unload the dishwasher. Um, But to get down on kid level and join them at their pace while it isn't easy and to join them in their world doesn't come naturally for most adults, it can still be so significant for your kiddos. And I'm hopeful that through today you feel some encouragement of ways that even if this doesn't come naturally to you, that there are some little shifts that you can maybe make in playing with your kids that will um, make it a more richer experience for you both. So I'm not saying that you have to spend hours playing Barbie or building towers or racing Hot Wheels or um, that's just not realistic. And it's really not the amount of time that really matters. Even for little kids, 10 minutes can make such a big difference if those 10 minutes are about how that time is spent. That's what matters. The quality and the way of bringing yourself into that time with your kiddo. So I want to throw out some ideas of little ways to think about playing with your kids, little shifts to make and how you play with your kids um, that might help. So the first one, like I said, is this doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours of ways that you are playing with your kiddos. Um, It can help to have a set time where you are fully present with your child. Maybe that looks like 10 to 15 minutes. Um, There is a lot of benefit that can come from that 10 to 15 minutes where 
you are knowing that you're going to be fully present, fully joined in that letting your hair down, all in, playmates, um, but that there's an end point to it. So turn off your cell phone. I think we can all do that for 10 minutes. Um, maybe go into a different room where there aren't as many distractions. For some kids, it can help um, knowing that they get special playtime with their parent after a younger sibling goes to bed or tag teaming with your partner or spouse um, of when um, they can help you have that undivided attention to be able to give to your kiddo. Whatever helps you be fully present, um, but it doesn't have to be an ongoing forever time. Um, 10 to 15 minutes can really make a difference. The next tip is to not name things when you're playing with a child. So play is all about entering their world and play is a kid's language. One of the first play therapy skills that play therapists learn is that toys are a child's language and the toys can be anything the child needs them to be and the child gets to choose what they are. So if your child wants a Hot Wheels car to be a super charged up jet plane, let it be that and use that same label that the child gives that toy. You might say, wow, that jet plane goes so fast. That jet plane knows how to do all sorts of really cool tricks. That jet plane is twisting and turning and wow, oh no, now look, that jet plane is crashing. You're going to keep using the word jet plane, even though it might be a Hot Wheels car. Um, don't correct the child. You're joining in and using their language. The next one is to let the child lead. So if you are stuck about what Barbie, maybe the child has said, oh, here, you're Barbie, um, and you're totally stuck on what Barbie should be doing, um, and you don't know what to do, and you're not feeling that, um, you can say to the child, show me what you want me to do. Kids love that. They love to guide you and let them, let them guide you. If your child asks you to, um, if they invite you into their play and ask you to be a character and you're feeling totally clueless about what to do, um, one idea is that you can whisper to them, hey, what should I do? What happens next? Am I a, um, a mean, am I a mean person or a happy person or am I a silly person? I don't know what to do. Um, and this helps them still feel like they are the ones directing the play and you can know more about what they need from you in that moment. The next one is to track what they are doing. I think that one of the things I hear from parents um, and I've experienced myself as a parent that feels exhausting when you're playing with a child is that you feel like you have to be um, this elaborate character and um, you 
have to, you don't know what you're doing. You don't know what the child wants you to do. Um, one way of playing with a child is by joining them by tracking. And what I mean by that, um, that is a skill that play therapists use. Tracking is about following your child's lead and talking about what is happening. So, for example, if your child is stacking blocks, you could say, wow, you're lining those up just where you want them to be. You're building that tower higher and higher. You're really taking your time putting those on there. You are keep you keep going. You're making it bigger and bigger. Just tell them what they are doing. That is a really important way of joining them in their play. It lets them know that you have their attention, that you're fully attuned and focused on them, and that you are just delighting and enjoying being in their world. So your presence has so much significance to a child and tracking is a powerful way to communicate that presence to them. I see you. I'm with you. I am noticing what you're doing. Um, and it can feel kind of silly and unnatural at first when you are tracking a child's play. Um, but it is so meaningful to a child. So again, pretend like you're a sports radio broadcaster and just keep noticing what they're doing and talking about what they're doing. So I hope you found these tips to be helpful as you find yourself and your children in this unprecedented time of quarantine and social distancing. I wish you and your family lots of moments of play and laughter and delight and connection amidst all the challenge and distress. This is such a challenging time for all of us. None of us know how to exist during a pandemic. As a parent and a human right now, you are holding a lot in your nervous system. And as you support your kids and are there for your kids, don't forget to find a space where you can also let your feelings out. Those of you out there that are struggling, who are anxious, who are fearful, who are completely outside of your comfort zone, again, I just want to validate you and normalize what you're experiencing. So Allie and I just wish all of our listeners um, health and safety and connection and um we are grateful to um, still have this platform where we can reach out and um, and share with you all. And we wish you well. And we'll be coming back at you again next week with a new topic. Stay safe. Mm-hmm.